Hello everyone, this is Youthfully Speaking. I'm your host Stephanie B and I'm back. I know I've been gone for a couple days but I just wanted to, you know, focus on reality and get my life together and now I can just focus on putting out content and episodes for you guys daily as I promised and you know, it's good to miss me. It's good to miss the advice. It's good to miss the voice. It's good to miss the word. So, Let's start off with our quote of the day. So today's quote is, If you always have sunshine, you'll never be prepared for the storm. You know I'm going to read that for you again. If you always have sunshine, you'll never be prepared for the storm. And guys, it's self-explanatory, but let me let me let me go more in depth, okay? If you always have calmness, if you always have peace around you, oh, life is going so smooth, you know, you don't have anything to complain about, everything is just going your way, then all of a sudden, you get in a really bad car accident, or a really close member of your family dies, or your friends pass away, or your house burned down. Or you're just getting nightmare after nightmare. You don't know where all this... You're going through trial and tribulation. In the midst of all your calmness, your world is crashing. That's how you see it, right? But if you prepared yourself for the worst, it doesn't matter how peaceful life is getting or how peaceful it may seem right now. How, how are you going to prepare? You need to prepare yourself for when everything starts to crash because eventually and if you haven't seen it in the world right now trust me you will there are small things happening in the world right now that we are so oblivious to because we're trying to focus so much on work you're planning a trip with the girls or you're planning a road trip with the family you're blindsided because You don't want to pay attention to the bad things that are happening. Because if you pay attention to bad things, you become depressed, you become sad, you think you're going to die the next day. And that's normal, you know, to feel like that. I always think, oh, the UPS truck is driving a little too fast and it's a little too loud. I'm here thinking God's coming back. Like, you know, we think about these things. But when you're oblivious, you're not prepared. Being unprepared... And disaster comes, it leads to, it really leads to utter chaos. That's what it really does lead to. Because you're not prepared for the darkness. You're not prepared to lose everything. And you're not prepared to be back to level one, square one. Because that's what's going to happen when disaster hits. It doesn't matter if it's the smallest disaster and you think you can get over it but over time it's gonna eat you up so just be prepared mentally that's what matters if you're mentally prepared for the worst in any situation I promise you you get out of it forget being physically prepared and all that worldly stuff mental preparedness if you're mentally okay with what's happening then you're fine You need to mentally prepare yourself for the worst. People are going to say, but you're not supposed to think bad stuff all the time. Like, it's just going to scare you. Over time, it's not going to scare you, okay? Because you know you can fight whatever is going to happen. You're going to fight whatever it is head on. Being prepared mentally about the worst thing 
it's not a bad thing don't ever let anyone tell you even being fearful you shouldn't fear nobody in this world but being fearful of losing everything should be your drive okay to want to be prepared for what is about to happen in any situ any situation being prepared for the smallest disaster or the biggest one is not a bad thing don't listen to anyone when they tell you that when you get hit with darkness that's when you want to turn to god that's when you want to get on your knees and say god i'm sorry i didn't pay attention i'm sorry i didn't accept and thank you for all the blessings that you were giving me at the time okay why are you turning to him now <laughs> why are you talking to him now why are you now coming to him when Satan finally gets full control? When things are starting to fall apart? Why didn't you talk to him and say, you know what? I'm so thankful. Like, my car hasn't been working all week. And then now it's just, it's just been running. You know, everything's been going good. God, I thank you. That's all he needs. He needs to be thanked. I'm not going to say that's all he wants to know, honey. He needs to be thanked. End of discussion. Don't turn to God, or if you believe in the universe, don't turn to the universe and say, Oh my gosh, thank I thank you, you know what I'm saying? For one time, when you finally get your blessing, <laughs> and then you turn away, and then live your life. Then when your world is crashing down, you turn back and say, Wait, what happened to all the good? What 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 was happening? I thought I was doing good. I thought everything was fine. I was being nice to people. I was giving back. Honey, once the blessings start to flow, your mouth should open more and say thank you. And I pray for this person. And I thank you for this. And I thank you for that. There, it, it shouldn't be I thank you one time and then move on. Because when darkness hits, when sadness hits, when depression hits, when death comes... That's too late. That's too late. It's knocking on the door and it has entered. But you weren't preparing yourself. You, you are at fault. Nobody else. You know, people get in the darkness and they say, oh, well, it's God's fault. Maybe God, you know, was mad because I did this. So he, he made my grandma die. Every time I hear my friends say that, it just baffles me because you weren't you weren't paying attention to God when when everything was going good, right? God this, God that when things are bad, right? Things are bad, I turn to God. Things are great, my boyfriend's talking to me again, my relationship is good now. Things are fine. I don't need him until I need him. You guys <laughs> You know I could go on and on about this topic. Because it really makes my blood boil. It it does. It does. Because you know. People. There's some people. Like myself. You know. I could, I, I could say I used to be like this. I knew. When things were falling apart. You know. In the world. When things got a little scary. And I was oblivious, like pretending to be oblivious, but I was fully aware because I'm spiritually awoke. Like I'm woke, I'm woke, baby, I'm woke, you know. But you try to cover it up with things 
of the world that is good or things in your life that are good because you don't want to accept the fact that it's almost time you know for things to get out of control and I was just putting like a blind eye to it I don't want to see it no I don't want to see death I don't want to hear about it I don't want but now I am in a place where I can have a whole conversation clearly that's what I'm having with y'all isn't it is it not (laughs) <laughs> where I can have a whole conversation about death I can have a whole conversation about revelation I can have a whole conversation about the end times because I have no control of it and I had to accept that I had no control when you realize you have no control about darkness coming towards you you accept it more and you are fearless being fearless towards darkness coming to me at any moment and knowing how to fight it first of all because you have to know um that makes me feel very very powerful because it's like nothing can really I can get down for a day you know like oh my gosh this happened or somebody died and I'm down for the day but you have to get back up because that milestone that just hit you is nothing compared to what is what is going to come. We think these small minor things that are happening in our life that are so horrible are oh my gosh, horrendous. I can't live anymore. <laughs> okay, so what are you going to say when God's standing right in front of you? Is it that that situation that you compare to this? I don't think I think that beats it. Be prepared, please. That's 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 the main thing that we need to really focus on right now just being prepared mentally because it's not it's not in our control you know so let's move on so i don't ramble anymore okay this is our second topic of the day and it is about the power of the tongue so yeah we're gonna yes we're gonna go there i'm sorry i'm sorry we're gonna go there so let's talk about first of all the verse the chapter that specifically says this okay proverbs eighteen twenty one says the tongue has the power of life and death okay so if you don't believe or if you do believe hear me out the words that you say to yourself let's use me as an example the way i used to speak in middle school in middle school Let's see, the slang I used to use, or the slang that was going around, or just a choice of words, or early high school, I would say, I would talk like this. Okay, so, let's, let me give you a scenario of me and my friend's conversation. Girl, I'm so dead. That means, for my older audience listening, that means either, girl, I'm laughing so hard, I could die, or... I'm really tired, like, girl, I'm dead, like, school has me dead, that's what it means, or, you know, that's how I use it with my friends, if you have a different meaning for the second part, then that's you, but it's mainly, like, I'm laughing, I could die, so, I mean, you may not think anything of it in the moment, but girl, the, I'm dead, can really can really happen you could really be dead it's just the smallest things and i know people are gonna think i'm crazy but listen hear me hear me out okay forget that sentence all right that scenario doesn't doesn't click in your brain doesn't make you want to rethink it okay let's use a different scenario put yourself 
put yourself in a situation where you are overthinking you're just in your bed at night or during the day you're alone and you just start overthinking about whatever you're thinking about and then it becomes a situation where you felt so stupid or you felt like the lowest in your life and then you say out loud because come on now girls we talk to ourselves let's move on because you know we do we do yes we do we talk to ourselves even when we're mad when we're sad when we're happy we talk to ourselves we say out loud oh my gosh I was so stupid in that situation I'm so stupid how could I let that happen I'm so dumb oh my gosh and then you start thinking that of yourself don't sit here and lie to me that you don't you start thinking you're stupid you start thinking that you're dumb in decision making and now all the all the demons all the bad energy around you just heard what you just said you just spoke that aloud to yourself because you understand right listen to this now let me let me let me give you another scenario off topic when you walk in a room in school in class ignore the teacher it could be your favorite teacher or not you feel the energy in that room you know in that energy if you're about to have a test and everybody's mute because of the test everybody could be quiet because you know they found out about a death in the in the school or something like that but you know the energy and you know what is the result of that energy you know if the class is in a good mood you don't have to look at anyone's face even in your house when you come home from school you open that door you open that door wide and you get in you know the energy in that house no one even has to say anything so explain to me why you don't think that there's energy that surrounds you that's good and bad that listen to every word that you say because it happens there is energy that we replenish off of one another this is why depression starts and you've never gone through it why am i depressed all of a sudden why am i going through this i've never gone through such a low point in my life and then that dark person that you have around you because you're so oblivious back to being oblivious you're so oblivious to the fact that it's them aren't they the ones going through depression for how many years aren't they the ones on antidepressants aren't they the ones always talking about suicidal thoughts aren't they the ones always sad and you have them around because you want to keep them happy but then they're sucking you dry they're sucking your energy and then you start speaking these ill things on yourself not realizing their energy is replenishing off of you their lost soul is now eating up your good energy and these things happen stop being oblivious to these things not being possible oh that's not possible we can't we can't bounce energy off of one another <laughs> you'll be surprised this is why when people genuinely mean you change their life for the better because your heart is so good your soul is pure and the words that you're speaking to them yes we're getting back on the words the words that you're speaking to them actually mean something there has to be meaning behind what you're saying there has to be if you're not meaning anything you're saying your energy if your energy is good and meaning well your energy will will back you up but if your words are not supportive or if your words are negative and you're both now eating off of this negative energy 
who how how is that gonna grow you mentally what you speak is what happens what you speak is what you think of yourself keep it on your mind the devil doesn't know what you think and it's it's the truth no one knows what you think but god only he can read your mind you can pray in your mind and he still hears you everything comes from the tongue and everything comes from your energy if your words that you're speaking oh my gosh you're so annoying i wish you could go away and then it could be even a year later because words don't they don't always happen all of a sudden they don't just you know magically just happen the next day it could be a year later and the person you said that to dies and then on oh my gosh it's so sudden it's now you're sad now you're wondering what you have done to them to make you know if you made ends meet before they died you know you're blaming all you're blaming yourself for a death you didn't even know you caused or not words matter even if it's to yourself or someone else okay do do we understand that topic do we understand that you need to be nice to yourself nurture yourself with words Hey, if you don't believe it, just just say it over and over till you do, okay? Say it over and over to yourself. Write it down. Read positive books. If it helps, read like watch good shows and good movies that make you laugh, feel good within yourself. Because you feel that energy when you're feeling good, when you're having a good day. But when you're speaking ill, you're sitting there speaking ill on yourself, it's not going to better you. It's not going to grow you mentally. It's not going to build you up. It's just breaking you down. And you are the cause of that. Don't sit there and blame anybody else. Don't blame the darkness for your for your, your, your words. You're the one allowing the darkness to control your tongue. And that is the end of that topic. Now let's move on to topic three. Topic three is a little touchy. And I don't know if I'm going to regret saying this. But I'm going to say it anyway because it needs to be talked about. Okay, we're going to talk about STDs. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, that's what we're doing. I'm sorry. We need to talk more about it. We need to normalize people having it. Not people giving it out like it's a free sample at Costco. I'm speaking on the people who already have it and who are trying to just be normal, who are letting their partners know all these things not the ones who are being careless i don't even want to get into the careless ones but let's get into the topic of stds herpes all these things let's let's get into it because why is no one talking about it why is everyone making it such a disgusting thing what is disgusting and what i will accept as being called disgusting is the ones who are self-aware okay self-aware that they do have something but are not telling their partners that they have it or not trying to even get tested and see if they don't even have it anymore they just lose with it yeah i don't care condoms what are those it needs to be more talked about so people who do have it okay and in and had intercourse or had you know an encounter with a careless person who had it and now they have it and you know they didn't mean no harm they didn't want to harm anyone but they got hurt 
And they're now trying to make a living. But now they're being treated as disgusting. Normalize it, please. Normalize talking about it. Normalize someone being open enough and comfortable enough to get on a stage and say, Listen, I have blah, blah, blah. I didn't know I was intercoursing with someone. Or I didn't know I was around this kind of person that had it. But this is my story. This is how I'm treating it. Yada, yada, yada. Or, if it's someone that is trying to come out and tell their story, they were self-aware, but now they're just trying to ask for forgiveness for being so flaunt and, and all these things. They're trying to spread the word, though. It needs to be normalized. Because people are being called disgusting. People are being called nasty. Oh, you're nasty. Like, how many people did you sleep with? Or you're nasty. Like, you're drinking from the same cup as blah, blah, blah. Some people are not even self-aware that they even have these things. People just think, oh, it's just another rash. It's like a cold sore. Or I just have, like, bumps there. It's probably from shaving. Be more open to this conversation. People hide these things. Or the people that were okay with it at first but now find out oh the world's gonna like disown me if i tell them this i'm just gonna infect more people as possible they become those kind of people because of the world and the society especially the generation we live in you know i had someone a friend of mine that openly told me she had herpes and i was kind of glad she told me because Something like that, you know, no one's gonna no one's gonna openly tell me tell you that in the ninth grade. No one's gonna openly tell you, yes, I have herpes, yada yada yada. She could have just made me keep drinking the same straw as her. She could have just made me keep doing all these things and not tell me. But that is just about the comfort she must have had with me and just being open and trying not to harm anybody else. And that's the point it needs to be at. And if you still think that it's nasty if someone comes up to you, yada, yada, yada. And you speak ill on people who go through that. Remember what I told you about the tongue? Please don't let that be you. Oh, you know, so-and-so has herpes. Girl, yeah, I heard. <laughs> Five years down the line, you sleep with somebody that was at the club. And who has herpes now? Who's laughing now? Let's not think that all my options, all my advice, fall in line with one another. So don't be the person speaking ill on someone with with a situation they had no control of. And then all of a sudden, they have this thing and now they have to deal with it. So let's, nor let's normalize it, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to not really openly go too deep into it because i don't experience this i really don't i don't so i don't want to speak on it because i am not very educated on it you know i'm just saying normalized people being comfortable enough to openly speak about it period all right let's get right into topic three so topic three is about stress now i have a quote for this as well you know i'm on a roll guys i'm on a roll today i have a quote for this as well so one bad day doesn't equal a bad life. I don't know where I heard this, but I heard this somewhere. I think I saw it on Twitter or heard it in a show or a movie. I know I heard it somewhere. So let me, I'll, when I find it, 
I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys. But let me read it again. One bad day doesn't equal a bad life. Now, you're going to say, girl, I've had bad weeks. I've had bad months. I've had a bad year. Okay? But answer me this. Since you were born till this moment that you're listening to me, every single moment of your life has been bad. Every single moment has been bad. You're going to tell me every single day you went through something horrible? No. No. Because, not trying to normalize this and not saying this should ever be a decision. But people who think that way are suicidal people. Very much suicidal people. And people who have bad years try to harm themselves. And it's a daily thing that they try to do and then they eventually succeed. So you saying you've had bad years oh yes every day of my life has been horrible you your story compared to rebecca amy john doesn't matter to their story could be completely different you think yours is bad listen to hers or she thinks hers is bad listen to his stop thinking one bad day or one bad second it could be a millisecond that you're just annoyed or you're just everything's falling apart for that one month and you just think yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna just give up on life i'm just done everything's never gonna work for me i'm never gonna get that job i'm never gonna get that promotion he's never gonna get back together with me i'm just done with life okay you thought he wasn't going to get back together with you. The next week, you meet the best guy in your entire life. Your ex who? Your ex who? But wait, I thought you were having a bad life. Why Why all of a sudden it's good now? Hmm. Okay. Stop saying I'm having a bad life. My, ba- my ba- life is horrible. You should hear somebody else's story. What stress does to the human body would blow your mind stress can eat at your brain no literally eat i don't know which side of your brain that it is but i'm gonna say the right side it can eat at your brain and then they scan your brain and then they see this cloud i think they see a cloud over it or they can see the transformation of you know a good mind versus stress depression and that is insane what stress can do stress i'm pretty sure we know stress gives you gray hairs and i don't sweetie i don't think you want that in your 20s or as me 19 you don't want that you you don't want that gray hair clouded cloud literally clouded mind because i've seen the images you know i'm very open to these things so i see the images of the brain of what it looks like from depression anxiety alcohol abuse all these things so i know what it does and it can literally kill you 
stressing so much can eat the entire body forget the brain entire body up and kill you because stress equals depression stress equals you're in the middle of eating and you just don't feel like eating anymore because you're stressed the fact that you even picked up the fork to eat is better than me when i'm stressed but you literally can't eat because you're stressed about something or about so many things but being stressed about that one thing for that one millisecond or for that one week that you're stressed about it is it really worth dying for think about it because don't sit here and tell me stress can't kill you because people have died from a heartbreak that's heartbreak is literally stress it's literally depression is what you're stressing about worth dying for i'm speaking to my young women but i know older members of my family and older older members of my family friends are listening so i'm just gonna speak to you guys too is it worth dying for is it worth dying for that is basically killing yourself trigger warning killing yourself because god is not going to put you on this earth for you to sit there and stress about things you can turn to him and and ask to be you know what god i'm gonna hand this one to you i'm gonna tap out because (laughs) i'm i'm kind of losing it give it to him or if it's not you know the situation is literally not worth it don't give it to nobody don't even give it to yourself don't give it to god don't waste god's time let it go because that stress about that man or about that woman pointless there are seven billion or more obviously there's more people in the world and you're stressing about one human being who i'm pretty sure is not stressing about you there are millions of jobs and you're stressing about one job knowing that's not where god's gonna leave you knowing you're gonna pretty much quit and find something better and you have something better you're just settling for this right now that's that's our problem we're always settling for what we're comfortable for and when god starts to shake the table hold on wait 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 I'm not ready for growth, God. I'm not ready to move on. I was comfortable where I was at. Now you're stressed. If it doesn't work out, you've been trying for whatever it is for an entire year. I'm not saying give up. I'm saying read between the lines. Read between the lines because things are crystal clear when it is about relationships, when it's about friends, when it's about toxic family members, when it's about our jobs. It's about anything, it's crystal clear. And if it's hidden, when it's naked to your eyes, you really can't find the answer to the situation, pray about it. Or go more into debt, but stressing? It's not worth your life. I don't care what I don't care what it is. You know what I stress about right now? <laughs> Guess what I stress about right now? What I stress about when I turn this microphone off? I stress about 
are people even going to listen to me? Are people going to find what I'm saying truthful? Are people going to actually listen to the 30 minutes or more that this is going to be? Do people mean me well when they give me good advice? Or do they just listen to like 10 minutes of this and just say, yeah, it was so good. I stress about that. Because I want people to actually listen to me. Take me seriously. Because I take this very serious. That's what I stress about. And I know I shouldn't, you know. Even if one person's listening, I'm still going to post. But stress should be limited. Because we can't, we're not going to be easy, beasy, beautiful, cover girl all the time. Happy, cheerful, never stressing about, ah, I don't stress about a thing. That'll never be us. Never, never. We will never not stress. But there needs to be a limit. Because if you don't limit, you're going to overthink, overstress, equals suppression, equals clouded mind, equals your body attacking itself. And then you die. From worldly situations. Hand it to God or let it go. You choose. Because you know what to let go of. You've been fighting for that relationship for five years. For two years. You've been fighting for that friendship or that relationship. Or that toxic family member to just love you the same. Just love me the same. I'm showing you the same respect. Love me back the same way. Well they can't. Or they won't. Because they either have this grudge against you. Or they're just not meant to be around and that's okay but you are stressing you've been stressing for five years on and off you can't function because everywhere you turn you think you see him or everywhere you turn you're arguing with that person let it go you know when to let go of things it's just up to you and with that being said i'm stephanie b and this is youthfully speaking i was so excited to be back i'm glad you listened to this whole thing of me rambling i hope my words can inspire anyone i hope my advice means something to you take care self-care matters your mind matters you matter and until next time